They want attacking purpose for football all the time. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight, and we're going to fight hard. You've got to show me all the gaps and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. A marvellous kick. That's as good as you'll ever see. And Footscray are back in front. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre Hey Pack, welcome to a bonus episode of Danny Boyd, a podcast about the greatest football club on earth, the Footscray Football Club, Petrarch Limited. They trade us Western Bulldogs, but today we're talking about Footscray. Because the, there's a bit of a negative time around the Witten Oval at the moment. Uh, the women lost their first game. We all know what happened with the blokes, but there is a shining beacon of optimism, and that is our VFL side. I'm Danny McGinley. Tom Boyd, are you good? Mate, I am very good. I've uh, had the absolute pleasure with uh, of playing with our guest today and um, have certainly strong and good memories from some of my time in the VFL. It wasn't always the place that I wanted to be, but to be able to get out there and win a final down at Port Melbourne in 2017, all uh, all highlights. So, yeah, thrilled that we can uh, bring in Stewie Edge, the, uh, the coach of the VFL side this year. How are you, Stu? I'm well, thanks, boys. Thanks for um, dedicating a bit of time to the, to the VFL program. Well, it is the program that seems to be going the best at the moment, mate. And um, no offence to the other ones, obviously. Their seasons are either just starting or have just wrapped up. Um, mate, one of the things I spoke about uh, on our Patreon episode this morning is the challenge that the VFL coaching staff as a whole have in trying to manage the different groups of players that obviously play within the side every week and trying to find the balance of having guys who are excited to be playing at the VFL level and obviously the disappointed boys uh, coming back if they've been dropped from the senior side. How do you and how have you managed that over the course of this year to have such strong results? I think that was definitely, what you're mentioning, Tommy, was definitely a factor early in the year when um, when we had some, uh, some probably some losses that we, you know, we, we spilt the drinks at the final minute when we, we should have had some games there that we won. And I think some of that is around the morale and the, of as as you recall, you know, AFL boys despondent to be playing VFL, while simultaneously you've got guys who are absolutely delighted and stoked to be at that level, and and I think that was a factor early on with guys AFL listed players not being in the the form they would have liked to have been in. When I think back to the the best times that I had at the VFL level, um, we obviously had a core group of players who were. VFL listed, but we're playing every single week with the leaders of the team, whether there was AFL players playing or not. Do you have a, a strong cohort at the moment that are VFL listed that are really making a big impact this year that we should look out for and know about this weekend? Yeah, there's definitely th- the three blokes who've played every game. Uh, the skipper, Lockie Sullivan, who's, um, you know, we've, we've always valued him internally, but he's getting, he's now getting the, you know, the, re- the recognition he deserves from the broader footy community. Um, so he, he won the BNF last year by the length of the Flemington Straits, and um, and then has, <laughs> and has, has managed um, has managed another year where he's just it, it, funnily enough he's he's been as consistent as I can ever remember anyone being, regardless of oppositional or teammates. So he's played every game. Josh Chatfield's played every game. Who's a he previously was one of our NGA boys. He he, um, he came through and then had obviously had a disrupted time with COVID, but he um, he. He's a Ballarat boy, Indigenous heritage, actually cousin of Jamara. Um, oh, nice! But, but he he you know, he made the move to Melbourne last year um, with both you know living and, and work, and he's flourished. He's his home club is North Ballarat, um, and he's yeah he, he's now 
the, the important thing with some of these guys is it now feels like the, the Bulldogs is their club and every now and again they might play local footy rather than the other way around. And then the, the third one is who's played every game this year is um, Ewan McPherson, obviously father-son of um, Steve McPherson and brother of Darcy, who's at the Gold Coast. Now, what Ewan McPherson has had a bit of a rough uh, ride to him because we all thought he would be, you know, joining all of these great father-son uh, players that we've got, but he was sort of uh, he he wasn't picked up, and yet he he's playing for Footscray. Where's he at in his journey? Because we've heard amazing things. Yeah, he's going well. He's I think he's a chip off the old block um, in terms of his contested footy and his fiery. He 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 manages to find he's a magnet for the. He's a magnet for the opposition. He'll, he'll find when when we played Casey on the weekend. He he, he managed to find James Munro, who's fiery. When we played Brisbane last year, he, he found um, uh, Robertson. He just he's just a magnet for the opposition um, lunatics. So we love that about <laughs> Yui. Um, and it, it's, there's a form line there. It's, it's every week uh, when we played. Um, similar things happen most weeks when he's out there, but he, he's a fiery little bloke, and he, but he's footy's good. Like he's he's the challenge with these guys are like Yui at times is working night shift um, as a as a Sparky um, oh, doing you know, supermarket fit outs, but then still playing this thing, managing to get up every weekend to play really really sound VFL footy. Yeah, a lot I of think people. this is something that so many people are, um, you know, underestimate, uh, Edgy. And I, I've said this in the past that the um, the plight of the VFL footballer trying to either just play his best football at VFL or get drafted at a uh, mature age is genuinely the most difficult uh, in the, in the, uh, the the football landscape, in my opinion. They obviously put so much time, effort and energy um, for little remuneration compared to what they could get out in the bush, um, presumably yep. with the hope or desire, obviously, to play at the top level. Um, how have you found, you know, riding the waves this year, obviously, with the, the senior side um, being really up and down? And obviously, one of the things that, you know, has always been spoken about heavily at the Bulldogs is that often the trends of the, the, the senior side are either uh, started or reflected in in the Footscray side that sits below them and certainly props them up with much of the, the funnel of players and also the funnel of performance. How have you sort of managed the highs and lows of the emotions of the year um, whilst having really strong and consistent performance you, uh, yourselves? Yeah, I, I think I think we have to... It goes to your earlier point about we, we've got to make VFL fun and and if even if that's... Even if that, is is a, an element for the you know a despondent AFL player who I, I might use Riley Weston as, as an example who ended up having a fantastic back end of the year I think he played uh, ten in a row of, of AFL um, but early days he, he was struggling to pressure um, put pressure on for selection and so that that's a frustrating period of time for any player um, and I, I think our our baseline is to we try. We do our best to park individual aspirations as best we can, and um, and just have, have fun out there, uh, and 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 doing our best to buy into the team results and park the individual agendas just for a couple of hours. How do you even uh, do that, uh, Stu? With um, like, does does Bevo come in and watching the AFL guys, or do you have to give uh, big reports on on how everyone's doing? I mean, how much uh, input does he have? How much autonomy do you have? We're incredibly lucky. We're, I think off the back of the fact that we've had 14 players either drafted to us or elsewhere in the other last sort of seven or eight years, um, with 
I think that reflects that we've got a head coach who, who with massive belief in our in our VFL program, not just as a, as a support mechanism for current players, but also as a, a recruiting ground. And Bevo's unbelievable. He, he's actually with um, illness and unavailability unavailability of some coaches. There's been multiple times when Bevo's actually been the bench coach for me to um, oh, help wow. out when someone's gone down sick. So I, I can think of at least three games where he stepped in at last minute to help out. It. And I could say the same thing for our AFL assistant coaches. Matt Spanger helped us on the weekend, as he as he has done previously. Um, and and Mark Webb has been runner a few times. So I'm very lucky that, that our AFL guys are so engaged and interested in in what's happening at state league level. Man, that's, that's Let's awesome. Let's cast our eyes to the uh, the weekend ahead, mate. Um, and yeah. yeah, it is great to hear our club is um, <clears throat> completely cohesive, which has historically been the case. Uh, and look, obviously the the peak or pinnacle of that is watching, at least in my time, the the premiership for for both clubs in 2016. You know, just just a fantastic period of time to be involved in as a player. Um, the results last time against Box Hill were quite favourable. I remember it being quite of a line in the sand moment in the season and feeling like I need to put a good. Uh, game on the scoreboard. How are you uh, feeling uh, ahead of this week and what's the message um, for the team? Yeah, that, that was a great win, Tommy. We had 14 VFL-listed boys that day in, and it was a, a pretty wet and um, miserable day and, and our contested brand of footy really stacked up and our, and our clearance um, our clearance work was dominant. So I think um, we're a bit healthier um, than we were back then. So we probably see probably rather than 14 VFL listed boys, we probably see eight or nine out there this weekend. So we've, we've got a we've got a few back in better health from our AFL program. Is that, is that the right mix, Stu, from your perspective? Yeah, we, we, we're really proud that we win games with when things aren't going well, um, like that Box Hill performance. When, you know, even of, of, you know, it would have been 14 VFL boys, nine AFL boys, but then when you consider that the nine AFL boys were a lot of first-year players out there as well, we're really proud that we can still perform at a high level. But I think you're right, Tommy. For some reason, I seem to think, you know, 13 AFL, 10 VFL is about the sweet spot. Yeah. Because okay. that's rewarding guys who are there every week from our VFL program. No, That means no one out of form, sorry, no one in form gets squeezed out of the team unnecessarily. Um, so I, I think it's about right. And, and I think this week, I think Fox Hill are a bit better by the returns of Kaziski and the young kid Ryan from the mid-season draft and also Granger Brass now that their AFL program has finished. And I also notice you've had uh, Bont down at training. How, is that is that just lift the boys a lot or is or is it a bit like, hey, Bont, your season's over, mate. Just just back off. We get it. You're the captain. No. No, he, 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 he's, he's, a, he's great. He, he's, he's got his cousin playing in our VFL team, if, if that's if that's increased his interest, I, I, I think he's always interested in how we go. But um, he's been training again this week. He was in the box with us at the game uh, last weekend, so he's been good. He, he even took you know took the warm up kick and so on, and, and gave the boys a few laughs. So it's been been great to have someone like that who's you know well and truly entitled to be on leave to be still at the club. It's been great. Yeah, he is pretty good. All right, I've got a couple of uh, of uh, look. Boydie will do the serious questions. I've got to ask things on behalf of the fans here, Stu. Um, I'm just having a look at the um, the VFL listed players, and uh, first of all, we've got a fifth Bailey. That's exciting. Bailey Young, number seventy eight. Uh, yeah. Is it, will he yeah. be playing on the weekend? 
No, no, you won't. He, but he's, he's a, there's a good story there. He, he was a recommendation from Dougie Hawkins, would you believe? Oh, who'd seen, who'd, he's a <laughs> he's a Daly boy. He's a um, elbows out, rough and ready Daly boy who's playing as a result of being in the program for a couple of years. Is playing some really good footy, and he he featured he played. I think he played four or five earlier in the year for us. Wow! All right, that's exciting. I've also got to ask about this lad, number seventy-two, Ethan Hunt. Now, does it do, surely whenever he scores a goal, everyone just sings the Mission Impossible theme song? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the commentators will be cashing in on that one. That, that's Marcus's. That's Marcus's cousin. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. Ethan I can is Marcus's cousin. Yeah, I can see the facial so he, resemblance. He moved down from. He actually had been at Southport um, and hadn't been getting a look. Um, a couple of years ago, and so he he moved he you know uproot and and um, moved to Melbourne. Um, so he, this is his second year with us. He's going really well. Oh man, I'm so excited about all these guys. All right, a genuine question, and this is uh, this is one that you you know probably you don't have a say in, but I'd really like it to happen. I notice when the team when when Footscray wins, we still play Sons of the West. Surely Sons of the Scray should be getting a run. Our old 1990s. Theme song. Do you guys reckon, ever sing the old version? I reckon I heard it on the weekend. I reckon at Box Hill oh. uh, after the Casey game. I reckon I heard it. I reckon right. I got to run. We'll have to look into that. But, Do you but, sing it so some, in the in the rooms afterwards? You sing Sons of the Scray. <laughs> I think the simplicity. Uh, it's, uh, our players have got enough on their plate. I think the simplicity. <laughs> we we we're happy to go with the uh, the same same song as the uh, AFL boys. Nah, nah. I'm, I'll have a chat to Kylie Watson Wheeler. You guys, you guys got to learn some new lyrics. I'm sorry, that's just the okay. old, it's the old fan in me coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, thanks so much for uh, giving us your time on what's probably one of the biggest weeks of the year. Um, it's at Box Hill Oval. It kickoffs at midday. Is that right? I think it's eleven thirty. Oh, it's 11.30. Yeah, so I thought the yep. broadcast was starting at 11.30, so I thought it was 12. But um, you can see it on uh, KO and Channel 7, showing it live. So you're yeah. on prime time here, Stu. Are you, is that, does that fire up the boys anymore? I think, I think the um, – I actually think it's the, the crowd that gets the guys – puts the guys on notice that it's September. Okay. I think we, had, we had some really, really good numbers there on the weekend from both you know, Melbourne and, and the Bulldogs. So I think that's a bit where they noticed – the um the, the the right time of year to be, still be playing. All right. Yeah, I look, Stu. We'll, we'll ask Danny obviously to ask the stupid questions about broadcast effect on players. You know, excitement <laughs> to play. <clears throat> I totally uh, disagree. Danny's got nothing to do with the cameras and how you play, but I guarantee there'll be a few fresh haircuts running around <laughs> on the weekend because every time the broadcast turned up, everyone goes, mm, "Broadcast game this week, boys." Um, in all uh, seriousness, Stu, best of luck on the weekend. Obviously, um, you know, have, I've had a great amount to do with you over the years. And one of the things that you've always been incredible at is, you know, supporting players when they weren't maybe where they wanted to be or, or performing at their best and helping them get back exactly where uh, they wanted to be and, and back in the senior side. So um, kudos to you, mate. Thank you for the support that you gave me over the years. Uh, and I'm sure that's why the team is going so well at the moment. And good luck from all of us and, and this great supporters uh, for this Saturday. Kind words, Tommy. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can keep rolling on for another couple of weeks. Sounds good to me, mate. Go the Scraggers.